Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fun. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare to dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Root beer, also okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. Like it 
from These are some things and some stuff Talking cats and yoga mats and shoes attached to springs Taking poops and playing hoops and balls attached to strings This is Good, some stuff on. and some things Do it off the water again This is some stuff and some things This is stuff Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. I'm Chewy. I'm Ian. Thank you for... No, okay, we're done. <laughs> I'm still like an automated answering service. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stuff and Things. How are you this week? Hopefully good. You nestled snugly in your beds because... I don't know if you boys and girls know, but this is the first week of October. We're like we treat Halloween on this show like Christmas, like America. The rest of America treats. Christmas. We we're talking about spooky. So we talk about spooky stuff all year round. Much yeah. like people listen to Christmas music all year round. There do are people, people do that. Yes, they they do. Really like and not every just like, once in a while. I'll find myself going. Well, the outside is beautiful. Well, well, yeah, like so but I usually say the weather outside is weather. But. <laughs> well. Oh, the weather outside is weather. <laughs> I mean, ever since I moved here, I don't even need to wear a watch anymore, man. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, it's time shows up on my phone. <laughs> anyway, so welcome to Stepping Things. Uh, I hope you're nestled snugly in your beds because we may be having some spooky business tonight. But we're not there yet. So let's get through the important part of the show, uh, the business. Before we get to that, if you're a new Stepping Things listener, welcome. We tip our hat to you. And if you are a returning sat cat, welcome back. Thank you for saluting, and you may be seated, as they used to say when I was a kid. You may be seated. I always thought seated. that was weird. No, be seated. Be se- I thought that was one word, like be seated. <laughs> B-E-S-E-A-T-E-D. Be se- not be seated. Kind of like. You may be seated. Did you also think L-M-N-O-P were one letter? <laughs> no, because I'm not a fucking idiot. L-M-N-O-P? L-M-N-O-P? You should name your kid L-M-N-O-P. Elementop, rich. <laughs> Elementop, rich. It's kind of like Penelope. No, I'm pretty sure there is somebody who named their kid like I think was we talk about this on the show or somebody yeah, named their had, kid well, A B C D. Yeah, like they had an alphabet of a name essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elementop. <laughs> there you go. What an awful fucking parent. Anyway, um, so before we get into the show hey, proper, though. My kid's name is a matter of my own entertainment. First of all, I'm not going <laughs> to have kids. I'm not going to have kids. Because now you know, with the phrase like that, you no, should because, because that's irrefucking responsible. Because <laughs> well, a friend of mine told me about how working in a preschool, like, you know, like a kid was crying because he his H in his name he that he wrote looked too much like the N in his name. And. She she was like, oh, well, let's just try writing but it that, again. But that, let's just try writing it again. And and he did, and it looked perfect, and it wasn't good enough, so he was crying. Well, and I was just like, though. I would that be your child? I, I probably not. First of all, second <laughs> of all, I wouldn't. No, because I wouldn't have a kid. There you go. And you're missing out. You're depriving the uh, world of future generations of chew. I'll keep my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my money. All right. Well. I'll just clone myself. <laughs> this is like the most perfect version of this lineage that there is. Well, how do you know your, your clone's not going to... We, we had this discussion. This, this is going to lead us down some shaky road. Your clone... <laughs> 
will not necessarily be the same version of you. He could have his own wants and dreams and be but different. But if I raise my clone like a child. But hold on. But even if you did that, you're not going to be well, yeah, Ronnie Chu. Exactly. So there, the thing is, there's no guarantee, even if I had a kid, that it would be anything close to me. So Even it, if you cloned yourself, it wouldn't be But what I'm saying is there's no point in me having a kid because it's not going to make it more likely. It's just as likely as one of my clones. <laughs> Okay. Both of which are very expensive. <laughs> I'm saving up my. Which do you think more is more expensive, a clone in the future? <laughs> Let's get. Do you the think a baby first. will still be more expensive <laughs> or a clone? I just, I'm going to give you the business to think about it. But remember, in the yeah. future, which will be more expensive, a clone or baby? Like, okay, <laughs> think about All it. Right. So there are a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you'd like to weigh in on the clone v baby debate. <laughs> clone the v ca- baby. The, the case of clone v baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you could uh, reach out to us <laughs> the following ways uh, at uh, stuff, our website, stuffandthingspodcast.com. So uh, if you go there, uh, it's a Tumblr site, so you can follow us on Tumblr, hit the little plus button, and magically you'll be following us. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to us on some other different ways that are on the sidebar of that website. Way number one is subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, we do have an, uh, our podcast available on iTunes. So you I can subscribe and... Clicking motion. Yes. So you can subscribe and get uh, get new episodes as they come out. You can also reach out to us via social media. We do have some social media platforms that we are on, such as Twitter. Uh, so our Twitter account for the show is at Sat Podcast. That's S A T Podcast. You can also reach us individually on Twitter for me, Ian. It's at Irich. That's at I R I T C H. And for Chewy, it's going to be at Chupacabra. C H E W P A C A B R A. You can also uh, reach out to us via Instagram at Sat Podcast on Instagram as well. Like us on Facebook. Give us a big thumbs up. Tell your friends. And you can also if you don't tell email your friends <laughs> the old-fashioned way at stuffandthingspodcast at gmail.com. Again, stuffandthingspodcast at gmail.com. A-N-D, stuff and things. Uh, and you can also reach out to us at our website uh, for the network, the Stuff and Things Network website, which is recently updated a little bit. <laughs> I, I went and did some updates to it. Oh, you did? I added an iTunes link in there for the network and uh, kind of redid a little bit because it looked like garbage. Had to get rid of our logo because it wouldn't let us do it. But it's a temporary site for now. We're, we're looking into some things. So, um, But it looks good. It's and decent enough. Stuff. It, it looks decent enough. It'll get us by until, until, we, uh, until we have some more official business. But for now... Uh, you can check us out and check out some of the other shows and also contact us at uh, stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So, Chewie's checking it out right now. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like, oh, man. This, uh, I didn't change very much. I no, just took I out the logo. Looking at something else. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, Chewie, so, Clone V Baby. <laughs> um, yeah. How do you find in the case of Clone V Baby? Okay, we got to clarify a few things first. Okay, go ahead. Ask, ask away. So, how far in the future are we talking? Well... Far enough for you to necessitate a clone. So let's say you're reaching about 50. And you're like, you know what? It's time for me to pass on my knowledge to the next chew. I didn't want to have kids, but I hear that cloning may be an option. Maybe the answer to the to the woes of the world. Um, okay. So we're talking like 50 years in the future. Or no, not, not 50 years in the future. I'm going to be about 50. Um, okay. Let's see. What else do I need to know in order to make an informed decision here? Um, when we say cost, like what 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 constitutes cost? Like, um, are, are, okay, so I would assume cost in terms of clone would be any costs uh, incurred while creating the clone. So medical expenses, scientific uh, coats, goggles, gloves, laboratories. Well, okay, let's say. Nature. 
like that would be part of clone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, it's gonna be. It's li- either way. Because like babies, gonna put cost like food to be like. Hey, let me like, put it. Let me put okay. it this way. Let me put it to you this way. With a baby, yes, they still okay. Both things still have to be birthed from okay. a mother, so there needs to be a womb involved to 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 cook the baby. You know, whether it's let's an not even actual place person yeah. womb or glass. Yes. Okay. Now I, I will. I'm just gonna put now. Now nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays. It would probably be less expensive to have a baby than it would be to clone. And here's why. You can fuck someone for free if you trick someone. Exactly. <laughs> but but here's what I would say. You would have to raise baby. You'd be financially responsible for baby up till they're 18. That is true. So, like, there's that. And, I mean, fat people beget fat children. And fat children beget needs for food like fast food and stuff like that. That is true. Um, and our, I mean, we're talking about like other medical expenses and braces and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I would say. Well, either way, you're going to have to raise your clone. Okay, or so you still got to raise it. I would say 50 years, like one. Is that going to be enough time? I'm going to say by the time I'm 50, um, baby will be less less expensive. Than clone. Than clone. So still, it will be less expensive still, than clone because right now, it's but it'll be getting it'll be getting more of a level playing field. I right. feel like by the time I, uh, I was gonna say by the time I die, but that might be soon. Um, <laughs> let let's say um, I'll, I'll I'll give it eighty years from now, eighty to hundred years from now. Uh, I think like clone might be like what people are like. Well, we want to have a baby. Oh, we really wanted to have a baby, but we couldn't afford it. So we're just going to get a clone. Like, it's going to be the settling option for people that want to start a family. It's just like, I don't know. We just got a clone instead. It's just easier, you know, just whatever. Just pay it and be done with it. And like all that you pay it all up front and all the money goes into clone fund. And then it like automatically like dispenses like like stipends and like it pays for like, you know, food and education and all that sort of stuff. And that's what I would say. Here's the only thing, though, that I will say. It might be helpful to have a clone. Yeah. Because they're your exact genetic material. Exactly. So you don't have to hope that the donor will work. <laughs> you so you're harvest. paying more for harvesting. You can harvest them. I have a story where a clone might have been a very, very useful idea. Really? Um, yes. And I, I would say in the future we need to start being cloned at birth and have a, an organ clone because yeah. if some crazy shit like this goes down, you want to have an organ clone. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Wait, organ clone or Oregon clone? Like it's like the hipster version of you. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's a, you want a, 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 a organ like squishy, yes. soft. Okay. You want to be able to take those. Here's why. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to read you the tale of the story. We'll get to it. All right. <clears throat> he was riding past the pet mare on his cycle when it suddenly knocked him to the ground and attacked him. <laughs> okay. Mare being a horse. Yeah. The screaming boy ran back to his dad who called an ambulance before finding this, before finding. What do you think? Uh, so you know it's part of his body. Oh God! Um, and so did the horse kick him. It it knocked him to the ground and attacked him. Oh God! I'm gonna say he lost. What would he have fucking lost? Like, is it like? Would you say this is a part of your body that you like? It's like 
Well, I could see someone losing that in a horse attack. Or do you know? <laughs> I am shocked when I read the title uh, of this story. I'm going to say larynx voice box. Boy of six has Willie bitten off by a horse. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the screaming boy ran back Jesus. to his dad who called an ambulance before finding the severed member in. Oh I'm going gonna, gonna to butcher this. Zytomir Oblast, Ukraine. The father who did not want to be identified. <laughs> I don't want to be the dad of the dickless boy. <laughs> I don't want to be the dad of the, the dickless boy. Uh. The dad of the dickless boy. That sounds like a play. <laughs> <laughs> and it just opens in a bleak like like wheat field in yes. like in like the Ukraine and like nothing's growing and they're like the earth is dead. Like <laughs> it's an Ingmar Bergman film. Like my love for your mother. <laughs> Quickly, go get the mare. Let, let the, us ride. The father who did not. Oh God! Now imagine your father. Now pretend your father. Pretend you have your clone son, and you hear this. This is what your son says. I was dealing with the horses when I heard my boy screaming. Yeah. She bit it off. Oh. She bit it off. Jeez. I put my hands onto his crotch to stop the bleeding and called emergency services. The boy was rushed to the hospital for surgery. The penis. That's a penis. <laughs> the penis was stitched back on, but it will take time to know whether the operation was entirely successful. Oh, man. Why don't they cut off some of that dude's like 19-inch e- dong and give it to this kid? They talked to the doctor. Dr. Igor Vishpinsky said, it was an extraordinary situation. <laughs> it was an extraordinary situation. Das horse. <laughs> It comes from the sun. If you guys care to, and by the way, the picture they put <laughs> Wait, up. Wait, the sun said that. Yeah, from the no from oh, the, the sun. Okay, I thought from you the, meant the like newspaper. The, child the picture they put up is horrific. Oh my god! This is like their stock photo they chose. <laughs> where they show you a it's smiling like, horse with this giant like a Mr. fucking teeth, Ed, like pulling his gums back. Yeah, but it's back. terrifying because you're like, could you imagine your dick being yeah. mashed off by it? Just mash because you know it wasn't just yeah. like a, a quick bite. Well, no, that was a hard mash that's bite. Not a, that's not a. They don't got sharp teeth. Those. Yeah, horses. that's not a meat. That's not a meat tooth. That, that's a <laughs> vegetable tooth. That's a that's a grass tooth mm-hmm. at best. Um, let me ask you this. So I thought I'd start off our October with some body horror. Ah, it's, <laughs> that's pretty horrifying. <laughs> what would you do, Ian, if like I came home and you were like sitting on the couch, and I was like, hey, uh, this here. This is Lola. Mm-hmm. I, I met her like earlier tonight and she's going to be like, we're going to be hanging out. And you're like, uh, okay, cool. And I was like, so, you know, anyway, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. And I go in the room and then later you're like about to go to bed or something. Not like your that. room, the room. Yeah, the room. <laughs> <laughs> we have a sex room. Is here. that where this Tommy was selling that? <laughs> Oh, hello, Chewy. Oh my God, that'd be great. <laughs> if I was rich, if I was rich, Ian, would you I build would, a model of the apartment from the room? I, that would be <laughs> a part of my house. Would be something, and it would just say the room, and that's where you go. Well, that's where you go if you want to see like lots of Fish my butt. I have cancer. <laughs> I have breast cancer. I got it. I wonder if that, it's on iTunes. That's where see. you would go if you want to <laughs> see a lot of my big. butt thrusting towards the stomach of a girl, but not any of the naked girl. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you, yeah. yeah, you see your ass. You see no, my you see, ass. A you lot. see parts of the naked girl, but it's not yeah. beautiful, like like Tommy, like Tommy says. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Johnny says yeah. over and over again. She's oh my the god, the most beautiful girl in the world. Oh my god, um, no, what's she? What's that going on about? Oh yeah, so I disappear with Lola for a while. Okay, you disappear in the room. 
Um, and then you just hear in the middle of the night, she bit it off. <laughs> you just hear me yelling that. Like, what would honestly? What do you think your first reaction would be if I? If you were screaming yeah. like bloody murder and yeah. she yelled, she bit it off. I would absolutely, like, without a doubt, would your mind go there, yes. or would you just be yep. like, Chewie's hurt? I would. Or would you like think, oh shit, his dick got bit off? I don't know if I. Would. Well, here's what I would do. I would run into the room and find out yeah. the answer right away. Yeah. If I saw your dick, and it was just like your, 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 I don't it's know, there, like a little fucking little. No, or if I saw like your one dick, of those little baby pine or if, cones. I, or if I saw your dick was out, and maybe she like, I don't know, maybe there was like you guys were playing with candy necklaces, and she bit <laughs> off the candy necklace. Uh, I don't know. She bit something. Maybe she bit like you know. So maybe she like was like you're like she's like I can cut hair with teeth, and you're like no, you can't. And then she did. And she's like she bit it off. Like excited. Like yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Or something like that. Um. Then I would be yeah. like, I'd still do it to uh to make sure. Yeah. That you you were okay because I I'd I'd be nervous. I'd definitely be nervous. What if you open the door? Uh huh. And it was me in the room by myself. Lola's gone. And the window was like, like my blinds were all fucked up. Oh, like she jumped out like the window? jumped out the window, like uh-huh. through the window. Uh-huh. And I'm there, and like there's blood all over the sheets. Uh-huh. And then you just see like my baby acorn of a dick on the ground and uh-huh. blood. Like, what would you do? I'd call the police. And I'd, 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 I'd do what any best friend would. I'd take put a, it on a towel. No, I'd put, I'd, the first thing I would do is take a, get a towel and push it against your body. Yeah, until you hold this as hard as you can. I don't yeah. care if I touched your balls with my bare hands. I'd go that far to make sure you didn't die. Mm-hmm. It's a test of friendship. I'm not failing the friendship. What test. if there was no chance of me dying? I'd still do it because I don't want you to bleed out. That's the most important thing. Okay. You can live without a dick as much as it would suck. You can live what without if, a dick. What if it then, was scientific? What if there was like some publication that said if someone had their dick cut off, they would never, ever, 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 ever bleed to death. However, if you stop the bleeding, there's a chance to reattach the dick. Would yes, you, and I'd still, still do it. it? Yes, okay. of course. Of course I would. Okay. I don't want you to be a, 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 a dickless, dickless person. That's <laughs> terrible. Um, I would then probably call 911. Yeah. And I would ask them if it would be smart to put the dick on us. <laughs> would you say, should I put the dick on us? I would just say, okay, let's let's play this out. You yeah. pretend you're the 911 operator. Okay. Boop. Boop. 911. Just pretend you're, you don't have to pretend we're on the phone. Pretend you <laughs> You're not in a drive-thru. This, this isn't a drive-thru. Hello, sir. Is this is an emergency. T- take, take it off of there. Do it for real. I'm doing it for real. No, stop. Just pretend you're pretend you're in Pretend you're what's your emergency? Oh my god, my friend is is bleeding from his crotch. It looks like his his penis was was uh, was cut off do from you his see body. The penis? Yes, yes, I do. I do. I have him. How did this happen? I, I'm not sure. There was a girl that was over here, and uh, I, I heard she bit it off, and What's I ran name? into the room. He said, "Lola, um, do you I know Lola. Do you know where she lives? I, I don't know where she lives. Where is she I, now? I don't. She she left the. See, can we get an ambulance, please? Is there a weapon? There's no weapon. Can we get an ambulance sent over, yes, please? Absolutely. And then I'll answer all let's these questions. See, let's see, uh, can I get the location? Yes, it's it's our address. So we don't get firebombed. Um Okay, now should I? I have a question. I have my friend. He's he's alive. Yes, he's alive. He's he's conscious and he's holding." Yes, amazingly, he's conscious. <laughs> he's holding. Is he breathing? Yes, he's breathing, and he's holding the towel against his against the bleeding to try to stop it. I, I have the 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 body part that was Where detached. Are the testicles. There's still. <laughs> I have a very important question. I'd just like to ask you, please. Uh, should I put the the should I put the severed penis on ice? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Not. 
<laughs> when I put the phone down. <laughs> please hurry. Please hurry. Well, I'm, I'm I think glad. that'd be you in the background. Be like, please hurry. <laughs> please, please hurry. What do you think? What would be your reaction if, like, it, if, like, okay, you get obviously the shock because your dick spit off. Do you think you would faint? Mm. God, what if you fainted and didn't scream and I didn't hear you? Um, that would suck. I'd what if, what if I had my Bose headphones on listening to Afternoon Delight? I'd probably die Sky in my rockets room. Flight. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Afternoon <laughs> Delight. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I guess I just scream in this and Roller Coaster of Love. Weird. <laughs> oh, there's some back. These new headphones are great. I've heard, I'm hearing things that I've never heard before. Sound quality. <laughs> I'm definitely not returning these headphones. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Man, just out of nowhere for no reason, no connection at all. Man, Phil Spector got it right. <laughs> wall of sound. Uh, you know oh, that. He, no, Phil Spector. Uh, all, all right, buddy. Um, Sing better, bitch. Speaking Sing of better. singing. Yes. And singing better. Yes. Uh, you went to a concert, didn't I you? I did. I went to a concert the other day with, with the lady friend. Uh, we went to see... Uh, good old Ben Gibbard and uh, Def, Deft Crab for, for smooch, Smoochie. <laughs> Deft Crab for Smoochie? I kept I kept doing it every time the, the show, in the middle of the show, I'd lean over and say another bad version of it. My favorite was, was Deft Crab for Smoochie. Deaf or deaf? Like can't hear. Deft Crab. Deft Crab. For Smoochie. <laughs> um, but there was, okay. I did, I, and I like Death Cab for Cutie. They're, they're they're fine band, and there's other band open from Best Coast, which is actually pretty, they're they're pretty decent. They're they're okay, um, but the 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 thing you that I took your away, opinion on them pretty quick right they're there. Decent, in that they're decent. I, I've heard their al- I, honestly, I, I I like their albums better than I do their live stuff. Their live stuff. I listen to some of their albums after the fact to see like, you know, I was like it was okay. I'm like maybe I'll be better Best on the album. Coast? Uh, they're a, a four or five person rock band with a lady lead singer. <sighs> that bums me out because that's. A fucking rad name for a band. Best Coast, yeah. Especially if you're from the one the of West their t-shirts looks like the, the Seinfeld logo the and it says Coast. Best Coast on it. Yeah, I feel cool. like I'd play it more like the whole like. Well, their album. West Coast their, have you not seen their album thing? cover? No. Where it's the state of California being hugged by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show it to you. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's. I'd like more of this. I get you. Um. <laughs> My hands. <laughs> East side. <laughs> um, so, but and the concert was good, but it wasn't the concert I was paying attention attention to for most okay. of the show. Because for most of the show, right across from us, across yeah. the row, we were on the end of a row, across from us. So you were, it was like a seating area. Yes, it was. A, it was an amphitheater. Amphitheater. Okay. Yes. So across from us, in the row across from us, like yeah. directly across the aisle, we could see this this couple. Uh huh. And I didn't. I'm just going to put this in the most offensive way possible. I didn't know White Trash was into indie rock music <laughs> because these people looked like shit. Yeah. Like they looked like, like they looked like, like White Trash. Like the, yeah. like the girl, you know how you just see those girls and like they don't have eyebrows and like their face is really like kind of, you know. Meth heads? Sort of. Looks like it has that meth head look like and like it's way too much eye but shadow But were they on. too well fed to And then the other heads? dude looked like a tall like, and this is how I knew. Yeah. They were at the wrong concert because every because you you've heard Death Cab for Cutie before, right? Not really. Okay, but you've heard that song "I Will Follow You Into the Dark," right? Where it's like all acoustic okay. and soft. Yeah, it's like right. indie music. It's pretty chill. I mean, it can get a little yeah. little quote quote rocking sometimes. My, but my girlfriend's like a folk. She likes folky indie songwriter stuff. So you know, it, it appeals to her in that way. This guy 
in the middle of like that song, I'll follow you into the dark, but like this. Ruining the mood. Oh, that's as great. all the couples are holding hands or like like hugging each other, and him with his girlfriend, he was not doing that at all. Yeah, she he was like half the song got more rock, and he was like feeling her up. He like had her shirt up to here, and I was like, guys, the Kenny Chesney concert's next week, next week. <laughs> but the best part, there's two yeah. good parts. Part number one that was the best. Dude, that's kind of like the equivalent. I mean, like okay, I'm not saying it's the same, like you know, like gravitas. But that'd be like, oh man, Clapton rules! <laughs> yeah, but but it's Tears not. In heaven! Yeah, but it's that Clapton. It's not like they're playing Layla. Exactly. And like, it, well, that's the thing because like you know, you're like okay, Clapton. like uh, Layla, like okay, cool, cocaine, you know, okay, fine. You you got you got some like rocking ones there, and then it's like, Would yeah, you know my name. <laughs> that's what it was like. And or it's like, funny because I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Dude? Any guy was smoking cigarettes the whole time. Yeah. He had obviously had a lot to drink. And then later in the what middle of it, I look over. I look over. I was envious of him for one moment though, because yeah. I looked over and saw he had stadium nachos. Oh man, oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Yelling woo during. But that wasn't even the best part. There was two parts. So the uh, I'll follow you in the dark part, which is which was so they played that song, which is really it's it's about. I don't know. There's a lot. It's at the very least, it's about you know if you know. Uh, if you die, I'm gonna die with you. In a sense, it's like a romantic thing, or it could be about suicide. So about We're not suicide. sure. We're not sure. At any rate, it's about oh, like I love you so much, I'll kill myself. Kind of, yeah. Or like, or like, I don't think I would live long after you die. Girl. Like basically. <laughs> So I was gonna say, girls love songs where we say we're gonna kill ourselves. They do, and you know how I knew it because there's these girls, <laughs> and I girl. swear to God, yeah. everybody within the state, the thing was singing it because everybody yeah. knows that song. It's probably mm-hmm. their biggest hit, and everyone's singing it. And it's the the chorus goes, "If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, yeah. I will follow you into the dark." And it got all quiet because they think he wanted to let the audience yeah. sing it. This is what I hear out of, out of my left ear. So if there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, quiet. Then I hear, "I'll follow you into the fucking dark." Same guy. <laughs> no, it was like these group of girls. Some girls. And I was like, "That is the fucking best lyric." Oh I look over at my girlfriend. I'm like, "That is the best lyrics ever." I am rewriting the entire song with fuckings in it. I haven't done it yet, <laughs> but maybe one day on the show. It's parody law, so I can do it. Yeah. I'll just put the word "fucking" in there as many times as I can. But this guy, his best moment, even though he was like feeling up his girl, practically had her shirt up to her boobs, and she had she she looked like she was sixteen years old. She had braces, like looked like she overplucked her eyebrows and had far too much eyeshadow on. But the best moment is during one song. Yeah. She had kind of at a certain point got tired of his antics. Yeah, but he was standing <laughs> up, mind you. This is a seated concert, and it's kind of like folky. So yeah. in the back, we, you know, most of us stayed seated for. So the most it wasn't of the show. like it wasn't like it wasn't let's like, all stand. Let's put it this way: when we were up, the, the pit in the front was doing yeah. this. So there's like some mellow, little dance, like little mellow like dance, like yeah, kind of grooving and little, yeah, little grooving. Yeah, maybe a little bit of this, but but it wasn't very much. <laughs> very much little jump, little jump. You couldn't see it, but <laughs> Ian, like did a, Ian did a little bounce with it's like, like a what, loose fist pumping up into the air. It's like you know what it looks like. It's like when people you see people at U two concerts. Yeah. <laughs> in the front, and they're just like jumping a little <laughs> like, bit. Yeah, like yes, yeah, rock fun. and roll. So there's some of that in the front. This is my but this weekend. guy, there's this one song. I don't remember this. I don't remember which song it was, but it's a song that sounded kind of lighty and airy yeah. and floaty. And he was doing this. I swear to, I swear to God, and you have to describe to the listeners what okay. I'm about to do. He did this. Oh God! Like he was like flying. <laughs> he put his hands up. He He's did, like, yeah. He did like <laughs> like an airplane. Fucking like R. Kelly. I believe I can fly. He was a woo guy. I didn't know woo guys existed. No, it's not a woo guys. It's there's there's an equivalent. 
but it's not woo guy. It's like, I mean, he said woo. They can say woo. But literally, he, but I was like, these like, are the people I figure would be at the Kenny Chesney concert. Like, this is not somebody I figure would be at a uh, at this show. For like, sure. Maybe, is it a fucking A guy? Um... I don't know. Like we got to come up with a name. It might for that as well have been because he like, was like, he's just kind of like fucking a. It was woo, but it was like. Well, I mean, he said woo, and again, because woo girls say more than just woo, and there's more to that. But that's just like that's you, you say it, and you know what it is. But there's a difference between woo and woo. Yeah. yeah! Maybe he's a woo yeah guy. <laughs> I don't know, but whatever he was doing, my he's god, a hell yeah guy. It was it was fucking incredible. And he had a yeah. Young the Giant t-shirt on. I'm like, there's no way you like that band, dude. <laughs> What's Young the Giant? Young the Giant is a another indie band. They actually came up from around to this area. Hmm. Uh, I went to high school with some folks that we know. I don't um, I don't know music anymore. I'm really yeah, we're getting that. too old. I'm getting too getting old. Too old for that. But but I, needless to say, it was a fun show. <laughs> not, not the music was good, but the entertainment was better. Oh, I can't man. I came for the music. I enjoyed the show. <laughs> <laughs> Come for the secret. And there was some sweet. There's some the sweet. Fun. I mean, they made some good like songs. He Ben Gibbard's a, a talented fella. Except for his newest album, whether he wants to admit it or not, is all about his divorce with Zoe Deschanel. And you can absolutely yeah. tell in the lyrics. You're like, oh shit, it's not about that. It is about that. It's not about it. When there's a song called "No Room in Frame for," t- and then he goes, "No room in frame." Four two, you're like, oh come on! Oh, yeah. It's about people yeah. taking their pictures on the red carpet, and yeah, like, yeah. oh no, Ben, you stand over here. You stand over here. You need to take pictures of your wife. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was, I forgot where I was today. Oh yeah, God. I heard someone like spelling their name. It, I don't know, like Starbucks or some shit like that or whatever. But they're like, um, I just heard them. Like I'm walking away, and I just heard them be like, um, C as in cat, D as in Dennings, <laughs> and I was like. Uh, what? <laughs> That's your example, first Kat of all? Cat Dennings? Yeah. Was, was your name Cat Dennings? Was it Cat Dennings? No. It was, what do you think to say to Cat Dennings? It was, some, it was some dude who was just like, and he was just like, uh, C like I in Cat, fi- D I, like I, in Dennings. Five, I bet you $5. He was at home five minutes before, jerking it off. <laughs> and that was who we Google searched. Well, she, does she spell it with a K? Yes. Yeah, but he said C like cat, you know, and then oh. Danny. He probably misspelled. E- it either way, he probably wrote down C A T. He was typing with one I N G S B E W B S boobs boobs. I mean, he was typing with one hand. So, but like, I'm just like, that's your go to. Like, should you should do that from now on? Like, use celebrity like initials or celebrity names to illustrate like when you're spelling your name. That'd be great. I don't know if I could do that. You would have to pick Ian. I as an Ian. I as an Ian. No, I bet I could do another one. Oh, I, I no, but see, I can't do like a name that's Ian in my last name because yeah, he has to be the same celebrity. Though. That's what's hard. I as an Ivan. R as in. Well, like, well, I think he was doing like his name, like yeah, but but he chose the of, same celebrity. Hold on, one. what kind of crazy fucking name has C D right next to it as the beginning of the name? <laughs> maybe his name I'm just was, thinking about this maybe now. His name, maybe his name is CD. Maybe he goes by CD. Maybe his name's like Charles D- Dofflin or something. And <laughs> Chuck he goes by Dick. CD. Ch- Chuck, <laughs> Chuck Dicker. That sounds like. What do you guys got in the? Uh, what do you guys got in the meat case today? We got some Chuck Dick. <laughs> we got some Chuck Dick. We got some Chuck Butt. <laughs> we got. We grinded it up real good. We killed old Chuck. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we grounded him up real nice. Ground Chuck. Is that? Do you think that's what that is? It's just a oh factory God. of people named Chuck. <laughs> What if that was like the first time it happened? Someone was like, uh, what kind of beef is this? It's a uh, ground chuck. 
yeah, ground chuck. Oh, what part of body? What part of the cow is that? Oh, it's this part right here. <laughs> and they're like cracking up. It's kind of like you could say we we killed Uter. You might even say that we we just ate, ate Uter, and he's, he's in, in our stomachs, stomachs right now. <laughs> Uh, Eat more Uder Braten. Sloppy Jimbo's? Dude, speaking of sloppy Jimbo's, killing people and (laughs) things that are terrifying. I'm going to get us into things that are terrifying. Oh, man, here it comes. Okay, so last time we talked about something that was fantastic. We talked about savemyink.com or Mm. .org. Yes. Can't remember. Yes, where they it, take your, where they take your tattoo too. skin and mm-hmm. they preserve it, as I've wanted to do for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I just the annual fees. I don't know about that yet. If somehow we end up making money off of the show, <laughs> yeah, we'll put, we'll put some money th- into that. Th- there will be there'll, a there'll, fund. Be, there'll be some money for me to go to space and some money for exactly. you to get your tattoos. Preserved. Exactly. There you go. Um, what was I say? So yeah, that, that's a really great way to like you know remember your loved ones and like preserve someone's legacy and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think if someone did that, you'd be like, wow, that person really loves like their husband, their wife, their father, mother, whoever it was that had the tattoos. Mm-hmm. I found another story about love. Oh, scary love. Oh no, it's terrifying. Okay. Love. So, let me ask you, Ian. I said scary love. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Sid and Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) That's a scary love right there. Um, All right. (laughs) What? It is. That's true. Not only were they scary people. Yeah. But also, he murdered her and then killed himself. That's true. Well, but I mean, remember, because he couldn't live without her, so it's romantic. No, it's not. Nah, that's, <laughs> you know, there's someone out there who's like, that's romantic. Yeah, they're fucked yeah. up. <laughs> I'm going to read. Sorry, um, ladies. That's you. This story here. It's called, I got it from HuffPost uh, mm-hmm. a little bit ago, um, but it, it's, it's in the mood here. Okay. It's called Undying Love. Carl Tanzler's mummified dream girl. Oh. I'm going to show you a picture here. Oh, no. I don't know if I want to see this. I'm just going to show you this picture. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, God. Oh. Okay. When you look at it, you'll be like, why are you freaking out? Just because it's so creepy looking. Oh, God. If that was in my house, I'd be like, fuck it. We're moving. Like, if I found that in the attic, I'm like, we're out of here. Like, if I look up in my closet right now and that's looking back at me, I'm like, we're moving out right Do now. You guys, have you guys ever seen? I'm sleeping in Chewy's room and we're moving out. And I'm <laughs> locking way, the door. That way my dick won't get cut off. Yeah, well. Um, oh, stop showing it to me. Turn around. <laughs> have you guys ever seen Hands Thing? If you guys have ever seen Hands Thing on YouTube, like the face kind of looks like this. Just thing look it I up saw. on this because it's creepy. Um, the eyes, the eyes are what's creepy. See, it looks like a weird paper mache mask. Yeah. Here's what it looks like. It looks like someone took. I'm, I'm going to use the common terminology for it: the Halloween mask, the Michael Myers mask, which uh-huh. is really just a William Shatner mask turned inside out. Right. Uh, it looks like someone took that and then like took the time to like draw in eyes and eyebrows and like more facial features and like colored it. Mm-hmm. But it has that weird like uncanny valley yeah, like thing God, going to it. Ian, explain the uncanny valley real quick. It's where it's 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 a point at which um something that is that is meant to look human like 
crosses the point of where it's so there's points where it's like okay it does it looks kind of remotely human like a cartoon oh i can see how that kind of looks human i think it's more and more realistic more and more realistic but before it gets to ultimately realistic there's this huge valley dip as far as people's comfortableness looking at it and it's called the uncanny valley and it is essentially just something that's almost human but off and Slightly so, but, and like, you're like, but so much so that it's like, it's off. It's not, not like off where I can be like, oh, like it's a cartoon or off. It's like, there's just something. It's just something. Like if I, I'm going to Google yeah. search uncanny Valley people if yeah. you go, and I'll, I'll see if there's some good examples on this. Like it's, it's yeah, that's what it is. Um, by the way, I also liked, I also like how I just asked everyone if they've seen a YouTube video. It's like, by the way, you know what it's like, you know, what's a good, a good example of yeah. un- uncanny Valley, like sec, like, like sex dolls. Well, not even sex dolls. The hyper-realistic sex dolls. Like this one? Yeah. Exactly. Look, look like that it. one. <laughs> like, like, because there's the blow-up sex dolls. <laughs> Chewie's getting uncomfortable. Let me see. And okay. Horny. Human li- the, 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 it's, it's a bar graph. It's human likeness to familiarity. Um, so industrial robots, relatively low. Stuffed animal. And then uh, in the, um, let's see. Healthy person, zombie is also considered in the Uncanny Valley. Um, Bunraku puppet, I'm guessing prosthetic hand is also considered. You got corpse, um, yeah. But that, that's the idea: is that they're uh, some of these are so terrifying. Yeah. So I'm gonna read to you about Carl Tanzler's <laughs> undying love. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> America has long been the ma- the land of fulfilling one's hopes and dreams. Or visions, as was the case with a German transplant by the name of Carl Tanzler. Tanzler emigrated to, uh, well, well, that's the name, Zephyrillus, uh, Florida, mm-hmm. his wife and two daughters accompanying him later, only for him to leave his family soon after. He relocated to Key West Island, was hired as an X-ray oh, tech. Fucking Key West. Right? All the scary shit ends up in Key West. Was hired as an X-ray tech at the U.S. Marine Hospital and went by the name of Carl von Kossel, sometimes adding count to his name. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it is Halloween. <clears throat> One day in... Oh, we got to get some Count Chocula. Um, oh, blueberry, too, and some Frankenberry. Oh, Frankenberry. It's like the ones we have from last year. Still All good. the ones, yeah. <laughs> um, one day in 1930, Tanzler's uneventful life was given new meaning. He was in his 50s at the time when he set eyes on the patient Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos. Uh, oh, yeah, de Hoyos. Um, Elena was sick with tuberculosis, and her mother brought her to the hospital to seek treatment. Here's a photo of her. Before she was mummified and looking like spooky. her as a person. <coughs> okay. All right. Pretty fairly normal looking yeah, girl. She's like a normal looking yeah. girl. She's just like, oh, I'm sick. Tuberculosis. Um, okay. Like no, a, she looks healthy in this thing. photo. It's like having a hangnail. Yeah. <laughs> it's not at all. Um, let's see. As a child in Germany, uh, Tanzler reported visions of an exotic beauty. His one true love revealed to him by an ancestral relative. Tanzler knew that this dark-haired 21-year-old Cuban-American was his true love in the flesh. Despite Tanzler's lack of medical training and uh, the disease's poor prognosis, he took it upon himself to court Elena with an assembly of diagnostic x-ray equipment uh, brought to her parents' home, uh, curative concoctions, presents of jewelry and clothing, and, of course, professions of his undying love. Aww. Pretty sweet, right? Yeah. 
Elena ultimately succumbed to her illness and died on October 25th, 1931. The seemingly noble Tansler paid for her funeral and built a mausoleum for Helen in, oh, Helen, that's probably a typo, Elena, uh, in the Key West Cemetery, all with the family's approval. He spent almost every night visiting her tomb for the next one and a half years. But soon, Tansler's obsession with Elena turned macabre. Oh, God. He reported that her spirit would sing to him in Spanish as she sat at her tomb and begged him to take her away. In April of 1933, Tansler secretly stole her decaying body and wheeled it to his home in a toy wagon. Hold the fucking phone. Is this in the night? I would assume so. God, because can you imagine walking down the street and just be like, oh, I need to go out for a... Having a long day, you know, working at the at the you know working at the Key Westery. Yeah, you know, and I need to walk down the street and just see a guy walking down the street with a decaying. Just course. in the middle of the night, oh. just carrying a little toy wagon. You want to know the scariest him? part? What if he just does this? So he's walking along. Yeah. Just does this at you. Just looks at going. you and, and then keeps, keeps going. going. You're like, for a moment, are you like fucking yeah. terrified? Like, oh my god, he's gonna murder me. He's gonna he's gonna think I'm gonna tell. Yeah. And- <laughs> also, out of nowhere. Mary had a little lamb is playing out of nowhere. <laughs> and this is back in the day before like PA systems. Like it's, we're running it's the only it's toy just, wagon you could find. It has a little a little yeah. a little music box on the bottom. <laughs> Pop the goes the weasel. Yeah. <laughs> it stops. He feels you across the street, looks. Keeps going. You run home and you cry. (laughs) I wonder why, like children's like music, is so creepy. Is like terrifying. Well, uh, we've talked about this on the show, haven't we? About like around the rosy and stuff when it's like, you shouldn't hear like stuff that's unexpected. That's why, like, if you were to, like, okay, it would startle you if we walked out of here and saw a random man in our living room. That'd be terrifying. Don't, don't even. Well, it'd be scary. That's a fear that I have. Like, I fear like getting up in the middle of the night that I'm going to see something. Well, but here's the thing. I'm not I'm talking about alone. supernatural. I'm not talking supernatural, like in the sense of like, like it's not like a ghost man or anything like that. Oh, okay. It, it's but just still just a man. A person. Like, that'd be terrifying. You'd be like, holy shit. Especially if we thought we were home alone. You'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Now, imagine that's a child. Like oh. a child of two or Way one. terrifying. Just <laughs> standing there. Way more terrifying. Even if I told you that is a flesh and blood child that somehow, like, logically could have wandered in because we left the garage open or, like, fucking something. But, like... Still would be terrifying. Everything in me would say, no, fuck this. That is not a person child. Yeah. That is, like, a fucking ghost child. Yeah. Or a demon child. Something. Or something. It it can't... And it's just because it's out of place because you don't expect it because there's no children around. Right. Anyway. Let's get, back, let's get back to let's get back to the horrors of Key West, Florida, in the <laughs> 1930s. <clears throat> he became dedicated to preserving her corpse in unimaginable ways. He held her bones together. Well, how do you think he held her bones together, Ian? I'm gonna guess with some sort of metal wire. Yes, with coat hangers and I guess, wire. I guess I'm a lot better at this this whole <laughs> making a mummy thing. Than yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With coat hangers and wire, uh-huh. placed glass eyes in her eye sockets oh, fuck. and replaced rotting flesh 
with silk cloth treated with wax and plaster of Paris. Tansler stuffed rags in the abdominal cavity uh, and chest cavities to uh, maintain the illusion of the human form. The corpse was outfitted with a wig made of Elena's real collected hair by her mother given to Tansler at her death, uh, clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Uh, And for the smell, Tansler used bottles and bottles of perfume to hide the odor and preservatives such as formaldehyde to delay the decomposition. He spent days. <laughs> he spent days with the dead body, sometimes dancing with it, and lay with it each night in his bed, possibly practicing necrophilia. Um, had even inserted a paper tube into the vaginal cavity. After seven long years, seven years. Oh God! Oh fuck! This Gross. is a dead person. Oh. Fuck. Oh, God. In your bed. Ugh, just stop talking. It's so gross. Oh, After fuck. seven long years, the disturbing rumors began to reach the family. This is seven years the family has no fucking, fucking idea. idea. And they're like, they probably are seeing this dude being like, oh, thank you so much again for, you know, the beautiful mausoleum for our daughter. And that she's we still in right much, now. <laughs> that she's still in right now. I'm so glad we can go visit her and her body's at peace in, in there, the mausoleum. In the mausoleum that you donated. <laughs> that you donated through your caring for her and our Do family. Do they show more photos of, of, of it? <clears throat> yes. Oh, man, I want to see it now. I'm kind of, kind of fascinated. Elena's sister, Florinda, comforted, uh, or I'm sorry, comforted, <laughs> confronted Tansler at his home and to her horror discovered her sister's preserved corpse in his possession. Ugh. She called the authorities and Tansler was arrested and detained for the crime of grave robbing. He was given a psych the crime of being a fucking weirdo <laughs> for the crime of, of being, being a weirdo of those, those damn weirdos of being weirdos. <laughs> Fuck it, the crime of being, being a weirdo. A weirdo. <laughs> what if that was like a crime of being a weirdo? It kind of was in the episode of Portlandia. They were yeah. weirdos. <laughs> they well, grabbed yeah. up the weirdos. I mean, but like, how weird would you have to be to be a weirdo? This weird. <laughs> this weird. <laughs> That's the answer. Is there any better answer than this weird? That's true, I guess. This oh, weird. You must be this weird to cry. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, he was given a psychiatric evaluation mm-hmm. and, found mental, uh, and found mentally competent to stand trial. According to reports, Carl claimed that he planned to use an airship to fly his encased wife, quote, high into the stratosphere so that the radiation from outer space could penetrate Elena's tissues and restore life to her somnolent form. Somnolent form. What? He wanted to remind her. Frankenstein. So last week we talked about Fucking the, the moon dust, yes. space moon mummies. And we talked about radioactive space. Apparently blimp mummies are a thing now. Yeah. Like <laughs> Stratos- <laughs> stratospheric radioactive blimp mummies. <laughs> Stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't read this in full. I just saw the title and read the first line and I was like, sweet, I'm saving this. And you hadn't read this. This no, is news to this you. This is news to me. And so apparently we're weird enough to be like, oh, we can use the radioactivity from the sun <laughs> to revive a body. Oh, my God. Um, let's see. Where were we here? 
During a preliminary <laughs> during a preliminary hearing, the case was dropped because of because the statute of limitations had expired. Tanzler was a free man. The corpse was examined by pathologists and physicians, and because of its unique state, it was placed on public display at the Dean Lopez Look funeral at it. home. <laughs> Look at it. This is what weird looks like. <laughs> Remember it forever. Bring your children. They'll be balloons. More than 6,000 people came to view the disturbing wax-like features of the corpse. Oh, God. Here's and they have another, photos. Of course they do. a picture for you. All right. Let's see. Oh, God. Look at it. That's what you wake up to in bed. Oh, fuck no. If you were him. Oh, God. Why? And you'd be like, mm, it, it morning, doesn't. It, you know what it looks like? It looks like a weird... Ver- it looks like if... if Peter, it looks like if Pee Wee Herman and Beaker from the Muppets had a baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's got a Pee Wee Herman face. The case garnished plenty of media attention from the paparazzi and newspapers, including Key West Citizen, imagine, so. <laughs> Key West Citizen and Miami Herald. What's more, the public tended to sympathize, sympathize with Tanzler and thought of him as more loves, a love-struck, eccentric man than a horrifying recluse. <laughs> God damn it! Oh. Why? Why would people? You're oh, because it's not like it's not like he like it's, it's even it's not, back then. It's not Florida like he dug sucked. up. His, it's not like his he dug up his enemy to murder him again. It's like he <laughs> dug up his wife to or his girl that he loved. I would argue that digging up your enemy to kill them again is less crazy because then you're like, fuck, I did it twice. Maybe All so. right, maybe so. Like it's more sadistic. You, you made sure. Yeah, it's more sadistic, but this guy, seven years with a corpse. I wouldn't do it. I'm not sympathizing with him. (laughs) After the spectacle of... Can you imagine dancing with that? (sighs) Kiss it out, sit (laughs) Whatever (laughs) will be, will be. (laughs) The future's not mine. See, I I know that wasn't wasn't the right time period, but I I like to imagine that either that or... (laughs) No. Either that or we'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know when. <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, what else could it be, dude? Oh, God, anything. Um, I want to know more. Keep reading. I want to know Orphan more. Orphan is a future song. Just Span- Spanish, Spanish <laughs> Do a little samba. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. It's not as creepy. Or, <laughs> or like Sergio Mendez. <laughs> Um, okay. After the spectacle that was the viewing, Elena's corpse was eventually returned to Key West Cemetery to an unmarked grave where it was finally able to rest in peace. <laughs> you know, so that way Tanzler doesn't know which one it is. Because he's just going to fucking dig it up again. <laughs> he's just going to do it, Martha. Put her in an unmarked grave. Um, as for Tanzler, the rumored necrophiliac moved to Pasco County, Florida. They just let him go. <laughs> yeah, he moved to Pasco County, Florida in 1944. He wrote an autobiography, which was published in the pulp publication Fantastic Adventures. His estranged wife supported him toward the end of his life, and he even received his U.S. citizenship around that time. Still enamored with Elena, Tanzler created a plastic cast or death mask of her face, which Aww. was part of a life-size sculpture created in her likeness. See, that would have been the smarter idea from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> he died in 1952 and was found lying on the floor almost a month after his death, reportedly wrapped in the arms of the effigy. Aww. For one morbid American immigrant, 
dreams did come true. Like we're clapping a corpse <laughs> fucker. <laughs> That's what, dude, here's the thing. They never confirmed it, but he slept with it for seven years. He had years. a hole in the vaginal canal. He had a canal. hole in the vaginal canal. What was canal. that for? Wasn't she wasn't peeing anymore? Yeah. Or like pooping. <laughs> pooping. And even then, the what was like was just like pooping like uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um just like God damn, dude. Like that's Ugh. I don't, I don't know, dude. Whatever. Oh, that was just creepy. That's so. So don't do that. Don't Love do can be scary. Yes. You know what else is scary though, Ian? Uh oh. Things that are current. Oh no. Things that are scary or exciting, depending on how you look at it. Okay. NASA held a press conference today. What? Did you know this? No. At all? No. Like, are you serious? Nope. Or are you putting me on? No, nope, right I really did not know this. What, what did they hold a press conference about? They had a major announcement. About Mars. Liquid water exists on Mars. <gasps> boosting hopes for life. At the very least at a micro at a, at a, at a like a mic- microscopic level. Potentially life giving water still flows across the ancient surface of oh, Mars from crazy. time to time. NASA scientists said Monday in revealing uh, a potential breakthrough in both the search for life beyond Earth and human hopes to one day travel there. While the discovery by itself doesn't offer evidence of life on Mars, either past or present, it does boost hopes for the harsh landscape uh, to offer some uh, refuge for microbes to cling to existence. Quote, the existence of life on, uh, I'm sorry, the existence of liquid water, even if it is super salty, briny water, gives the, uh, the possibility that if there is life on Mars, that we have a way to describe how it might survive, said John uh, Grunsfield, Associate Administrator uh, for the Science Mission uh, Directorate at NASA. So, okay, you, like, what do you think so far? Microscopic life is possible for sure. And I get what they're saying. Possibly that water could sustain life if there is life somewhere in there, maybe underneath the ground, underground mole people of Mars. <laughs> the underground mole people. All of these, Mars. all these, like, all these, like, I feel like the last two episodes we've written like three fantasy stories, like, that yeah. are like amazing tales. <laughs> the yeah. Mum, the moon, mum, the radioactive mummies of the moon. <laughs> the, 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 the mole people of Mars. Like, um, by J.P. Hewitt. <laughs> is that a person? No, it's a, a fake author I just made up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Go back. Earlier you said something about, Ze- we said Zephyrs. Oh, no, it was the, it was the, the stratospheric was the stratospheric radioactive mummies or something like stratospheric, that. Stratospheric uh, radioactive blimp mummies. Yeah, something Stram. like that. <laughs> um, okay, so let's, let's look a little bit further here. So... Um, NASA researchers using an imager uh, aboard the Mars Reconnaissance uh, Orbiter uh, confirmed that watery flows by looking... Water flows? Confirmed that the water flows by looking at light waves uh, returned from a seasonal dark uh, from seasonal dark streaks on the surface, hmm. long suspected to be associated with liquid water. The investigation showed the streaks absorb light at specific wavelengths associated with chemicals known to pull water from the Martian atmosphere in a process known as uh, ooh, deliquescence. 
Okay. Sure. Said Georgia Tech uh, doctoral student. Uh, oh, this is a name. Foreign name. Someone with a foreign name. Um, <laughs> there you go. Don't give him any credit. No. Leyendra <laughs> Oija. Okay, good that's what, that's what I'll say. They sound Swedish. Uh, who first discovered the streaks while still an undergraduate student at the University of Arizona in 2011. The chemicals allow for the water to remain liquid at lower temperatures, but also help it to keep, uh, help to keep it from boiling off in the thin atmosphere of Mars, the researchers said. Um, it remains unclear where the water comes from. Theories include uh, deliquescence, melting subsurface ice, or even a liquid water aquifer uh, that needs, uh, I'm sorry, that feeds the process. Discovering what precisely is causing the phenomenon is a mystery for the next round of investigations, says Michael Meyer. Uh, lead scientists for NASA's Mars Exploration Program. The researchers' findings are in a new paper being presented this week at the European Planetary Science Congress in France. This is not the first discovery of water on Mars. Researchers have known for many years that Mars has frozen, uh, has water frozen at its poles, in its thin atmosphere, and most recently in tiny puddles that appear to form at night on the surface. Nor is it the first potential clue that Mars could have once or may still host life. The Mars Curiosity rover, for instance, has detected methane on the surface of Mars, as well as other chemical signatures suggesting that the possibility suggesting the possibility of past or present life. It remains to be seen whether the new discovery improves the odds of life on Mars, but researcher Mary Beth Wilhelm says that the results suggest, quote, more habitable conditions on the, uh, the near surface of, the Mar of Mars than previously thought. How habitable, she said, depends on how salty or how cold the conditions are. But Alfred McEwen, who heads up NASA's HIRISE uh, high rise uh, high resolution camera aboard the Mars orbiter, said he's fairly confident life will one day be found on Mars. It's very likely, I think, that there's life somewhere in the crust of Mars. Microbes, he said. Jim Green, director of planetary science at NASA, said the discovery announced Monday puts NASA in a perfect position to look for that life. We haven't been able to answer the question, does life exist beyond Earth, Green said. But following the water uh, is a critical element in that. We now have, I think, a great opportunity to be, um, to be in the right locations on Mars to thoroughly investigate that. So that is the story of Shit, flowing man. water on Mars. Oh fuck! I mean that that's that's pretty fucking huge. Like, what do you think? I mean, <coughs> not saying it's aliens. I mean, it's no, no <laughs> mummy fucker. But you know, <laughs> or 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 horse or horse spider. But uh, but no, I, that's fucking incredible. I cannot believe that shit. Uh, cause that's, I mean, that, that's, I always thought that it's possible that, that it could, that alien life could exist at least at a microbiotic level. And now definitely that could be, that could be happening. Dude. I, I think it's, I mean, this, the, 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 the universe is too big and I mean like, okay, within our own solar system, whatever, but like, uh, that's uh, microbes. If there's microbes, there could be more. I mean, that's how like life here. They found started. planets before that are. They found a planet that's almost exactly Earth. Oh, yeah, so dude. like double Earth, Earth clone. It's possibly. I mean, there, there's just as much likelihood. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's aliens, Ian. I'm not. No, I'm saying trying to it's think aliens. like, okay, well then, why the universe? But <laughs> aliens. I get you. 
Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. That's that was like my big like thing of of the, the week, week here. <laughs> that I had. I'm, that was a pretty big thing. I think. You know. However, I don't know. Do we want to go the conspiracy route here, Ian? Go ahead. Do we want it? Go ahead. Okay. So remember how like NASA is like, okay, we're shutting down NASA, uh-huh. you know, money and stuff like that, right? And then all of a sudden, hey, look, we found water on Mars all of a sudden. Just saying. Could be like a thing like that. Now, I like to think it's more likely that there's aliens because, I mean, we have documented proof there's aliens. The, mm-hmm. the inventor of chess. Yes. For example, <laughs> he played chess with the almighty aliens and he brought back new rules. Yes. And he's hopefully going to implement them in soccer. We'll see. In FIFA. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, a new version of FIFA did just come out, so we'll see. Yeah, they might have guns in there now. So are we, are we, are we, are you out of, there's no more creepy stuff? That was the creepy stuff for the week? My creepy thing was the the undying love thing because okay. it kind of tied into that. I mean, if you want more creepy, well, I can give you some more creepy. No, it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I'm hoping that though we'll learn what some of those other games are. I've been looking forward to it. That's Come, what my other creepy is. Is it, is it, but is, is it enough to last us for the month or do we need... I have more than to last for a month, but I mean, I also would have to definitely like look through shit and find the best ones. No, that's okay. I do have one on. That's deck, okay. I'll, I'll I'll let you I'll let you hold on that. But I have okay. I have some sad news. Okay, like and sad, I think, sad news or yeah, and I okay. think it's only important that we dedicate this podcast this evening to this lovely lady. Oh, a lovely lady has passed away that you and I both hold very dear. Okay. You may not know her, the actress's name, but you definitely know her work. Catherine Coulson. Okay. Log Lady on Twin Peaks. Oh, dies really? at 71. Mm-hmm. Today. Oh, shit. Catherine E. Coulson, who played... The, so if you haven't seen Twin Peaks, by the way, what the fuck? Watch it. Catherine E. Coulson, who played the Log Lady on David Lynch's Twin Peaks TV series and was set to return to the new Showtime version, died Monday morning of cancer. She was Damn. 71. We're all deeply sad. She meant so much to so many, said her agent, Mary Dangerfield, who confirmed her death. Colson, who had worked as a camera assistant, reprised the log lady role in the feature Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. And more recently, she appeared on an episode of Portlandia and in the film Redwood Highway. Lynch said in a statement, I'm going to do this as David Lynch. Today, I lost one of my dearest friends, Catherine Colson. Catherine was solid gold. She was always there for her friends. She was filled with love for all people, for her family, for her work. She was a tireless worker, and she had a great sense of humor. She loved to laugh and make people laugh. She was a spiritual person, a longtime TM mentor. She was the log lady. Um, Coulson uh, worked with Lynch's assistant director in his 1977 debut feature, Eraserhead, where they began discussing the idea of a woman who carried around a log. <laughs> She came up with the character. Oh, that's red. She described her uh, Margaret Lanterman character as, quote, the only normal person on the show, but qualified that she's, quote, had some trauma and bonded with this Ponderosa Pine. The ABC show ran for two seasons in 1990 and 1991. She also appeared in Lynch's 1974 short film, The Amputee, as a woman with both legs amputated. Uh, she, when she appeared at a Philadelphia event last December, she was asked if Lynch had any suggestion for her character in the new Twin Peaks. He suggested I talk about sustainable forestry. <laughs> she told <laughs> the Wall Street Journal at the time. Coulson worked as her first or second camera assistant on Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, Modern Romance, Young Blood, and Night on Earth. After moving 
Coming back to her birthplace of Ashland, or uh, Oregon, she uh, appeared in numerous plays for the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, including August, uh, 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 including August Osage County, Much Do About Nothing, Hamlet, and Chicago. Elsewhere, she appeared in Major Barbara, The Elephant Man, and The Three Penny Opera. Colson was married to a Razorhead and Twin Peaks uh, star Jack Nance before marrying Mark Sarinsky, with whom she had a daughter. So she will be missed, the Log Lady, forever in our hearts. Dude, that's a bummer. Dude. I know. We got to dedicate the show to the log lady. Like what? Who's going to be the log lady now? No, there won't be a log lady. They're just going to ride her out of the new They'll probably have to now. Stuff, or do you they think they're rep- I don't think they're going to replace her. They can't do that. I don't know. She means too much. She can't do that. Or what if they have like a th- what if they say something like, "Oh, the log lady." Maybe died. she had maybe she had like an estranged daughter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, oh, I'm here for... You, you could do that. Yeah. Like, that I feel is doable. Like a reference or something mm-hmm. like that? I feel like that's doable. Dude. But that's a bummer, though. The Log Lady rules. The Log Lady rules. Like, she does. That bums me out. I know, buddy. Ian, why did you do that? Because I wanted to dedicate the show to somebody who we you know, both held dear. like, you know, I'm bummed out. Well, hold a log this week, all week. <laughs> For the log lady. So I just carry a Catherine. log. Yes, carry a log around and around. wear glasses. Wear glasses and just <laughs> carry a log around. Dude, uh, Evan's Evan's wife was log lady last she year. Was. For, last she was. She was for Halloween. I think it was like last year or a couple years ago. Last she was, year for Halloween. Yeah. yeah, for Halloween. So it's a bummer, but she will be missed and a hell of a body of work. And you know, even next, she's a camera assistant on yeah. some movies. That's pretty badass. That's crazy. It's pretty dude. badass. Well, Chewy, is there any better way to go out? than to dedicate the show to our, our lovely log lady. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think there's any other Well, boy, well Chewie, out. what have we learned tonight? We learned so many things. We learned that even even a horse can bite off your junk if you're not careful. Yeah, sometimes. We learned the length at which I'll go to save your dick. <laughs> length uh, used in quotes. Yes. <laughs> let's be real. Um, we learned that sometimes it's better to just fucking, you know, let love die. Yes. Sometimes just do it. Just and, let it die. And sometimes, you know, sometimes there may be some government conspiracies, but what we can count on is the one kind of love that we'll always have, which is between a woman and her log. Here's to you, log lady. Here's to you, log lady. I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. All praise be unto the Dark Lord Kramdar. Save us, Jesus Christ, from our horrible, terrible sins. And as always, keep that face, because otherwise someone else might replace the rotting bits of flesh from your face with pieces of silk and paraffin wax, and then lay with it across seven years in their bed and dance with it and possibly make love to it until it's finally discovered, and then people will take sympathy on that person. Make sure to keep your uh, paper vag hole clean, kids. Good night! This is done. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. 